Welcome to Sarah's Two Cents. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sarah. And we're just here to give you our two, two cents. cents. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Yo, you kill me. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, <clears throat> Sarah and I actually realized we've never really like given a, a proper introduction yeah. of one, ourselves, two, how we even got here, like in the mental space, doing the mental work that we do. And where to even start? Like, yeah. I, to be honest, like, I know I watch, or I tune into podcasts sometimes, and I'm like, okay, this is all great this information. Is great information. How the hell did you get there? Right. And where did you start? Because I need to know. So, we've been talking about a lot of things, like a lot of thought processes and just like mindset shifts and just how to like change your perspective on things. But how do you even get there? Get there. You know, like, like how do you start? <laughs> so, let's get into that. Um, I guess I'll go um okay so me (laughs) i used to be a negative as fuck person like really just was like you know what this is just life for me (laughs) i'm never gonna really actually find something that i love because i just like i was always afraid to like pour into new experiences like learning new things yeah no like ego just protected me from all of that so i just didn't pour into it especially after college just like i went to college for exercise science and kinesiology and i was like i don't want to be a pt i don't want to be a strength and conditioning coach i don't want to necessarily be a personal trainer for the rest of my life like where am i going with this and i just kind of like sat and wallowed in well nothing's ever going to change because mm-hmm. like this is the path that i chose and then i was just like just doing different jobs that like okay cool like it was exciting maybe for a little bit but then it would die out and i knew deep down like inherently i wasn't fulfilled i wasn't really happy but mentally i just kind of accepted like well nothing ever is gonna really happen for me whether it was just like job whether it even was like a partner like well i'm never gonna actually have someone that's gonna like love me like that That, you know what i mean so it's just like it, it really had to start with like i I remember, I think I just like woke up one day and I was like, bitch, if you don't stop, like, if you don't get your shit, get together. your shit together. And it's like, and it's really on me. It was on me the whole time. I, I was, I'm very guilty of like putting the blame on other people, on past partners, past friends, on my parents, like putting me in a box, like putting the blame on everything and everyone else instead of just sitting there and admitting to myself, bitch, the way you're perceiving life life. (laughs) is literally how you're living it like get it together get help and i did seek therapy i remember i did that like right after college it was honestly awful (laughs) because i did not connect with her yeah that's Um, the hardest part i didn't connect with her and like i just didn't even i did that in secrecy like i did not tell anyone i was mortified of telling my parents because like they would be like you're crazy yeah they think i'm crazy (laughs) i'm on some medication i'm going to a psych ward like it was crazy so i didn't tell anyone and i didn't really know like how to navigate the whole thing (laughs) so i just kind of sat there very uncomfortably for like eight weeks and then one day i was like okay well i got a new job so i don't think i need to go to therapy anymore bye (laughs) literally how that happened and then uh it was literally 20 like covid okay quarantine oh god and we talked about i this. think that's You've when i had this. yeah yeah an we've i think we both had some realizations like and i mean come on first of all i'm i was a personal trainer at what three different gyms at the time i was working at three different places all shut down i lost <laughs> all my jobs so, i'm sorry i didn't mean to laugh no, you can, like, we can down. laugh about it we can laugh about it because it's just like damn like i'm just i was just waking up like why the fuck and am just i even moving, up right now like, i'm just waking life, up to yeah. eat 
smoke hella fucking weed. Like I didn't. I I think I drank one time during quarantine, but I just would smoke all, all the time day, and then I would eat, and then I'd go to sleep, wake up, and do it again. That shit was depressing. Yeah, it was awful. And then it came down to like, okay, now now I I hate working out from home, but I was like, well, I gotta work out from home. Yeah, I so. know. I was like, oh. I would literally work out for like four hours. It was disgusting. Oh, wow. It was like, I was still kind of like obsessive over all that stuff. So that's kind of like, and then it started leading to like, I I had like, I struggled with binge eating for a very long time. And it kind of started coming back during quarantine, like Mm -hmm. within reason, like you're really doing nothing. Yeah. And then once that started happening, that's the first time I remember actually journaling. Because I was like, yo we're not going to let this happen. Why is this happening to me right now? I don't want to be dealing with this. And I don't even know where I got the idea to journal about it, but I just started Mm. doing that. Like I started writing about like what, what thoughts and feelings led to me. Like actually, I did that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I actually realized why it happened, I was like, bitch, First of all, like, just long story short, I went and get it, and I was like, but you just should have had the damn grilled cheese. Like, I just, I wanted a grilled cheese so fucking bad, and I was like, no, no grilled cheese. You're following this meal plan, and if you eat off this meal plan, you're about to just lose all your progress. All over a damn grilled cheese. cheese. (laughs) So then I realized that, and then I was like, okay, you know what? This journaling thing, it's kind of helping me figure myself out a little bit. So let's keep running with it. And I remember my birthday that year was like the first time that I really well no I kept journaling I kept journaling about my days and I would write like day one (laughs) day two day three (laughs) and then we got to my 25th birthday and that day I just remember like writing down everything I like experienced that year obviously because of covid because of quarantine Mm -hmm. things that i lost things that i felt like i would never get back again things that i was like thoughts and feelings that were really going that i was experiencing that entire summer and i just remember journaling about like what i wanted to let go of what i wanted to manifest and let me tell you because this was 2020 my birthday was September 2020, and I started my I started Miranda Method in November 2020. Literally, the in all of 2021 is what like what manifested in 2021 is exactly what I wrote. What my you wrote down. That day. So I love it. So when that happened, and like a whole year later, right? 2021, I turned 26, and I was just like, holy! Like I went back and read that page, and I was like, holy shit! This is happening. Like I really, you know, and like mind you, like there's a lot that happened within that year too, and like I found another therapist going into 2021. We worked through a lot of things, and I was just. I really told myself I because I used to be a very black and white person mm-hmm. like it's either this Same. way or that way it's either going to work or it's not yada, yeah. yada, yada. I had to I was like okay going into this therapist one I was very particular about who I was working with mm-hmm. she had to experience had to have experience with people with immigrant parents she had to be a person of color she had to be someone that can re- that I can I comfortably talk so to so important to like yeah. pick like a therapist that like you can kind of relate to because yeah. then it hits a little bit harder and I think like <clears throat> even whether it was a man or a woman like I knew I have a very I have a very like a lot of triggers and traumas when it comes to males yeah, so I was like too. okay it needs to be a woman it needs to be a woman like maybe between this age, age and yeah. I think I did it through Zen care and I put like exactly the characteristics and I found the person and she was amazing I did outgrow her after a while but she was awesome she helped me with a lot of things so I was like I have to go into this with an open mind I have to be vulnerable and I mm-hmm. talked about things and shared things that I never thought would come out of just like my thoughts which was wild because the things that like I was experiencing the thing the breakthroughs that I realized like my relationship with my parents my relationship with my sister my relationship with myself with my partners with my friends like 
everything was just coming to light and it was heavy a lot of things were happening uh, like yeah. shit gets really bad Deep. before it gets worse <laughs> i know yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. better i think that's why i stopped journaling journaling too yeah. because like i started doing it and i was like okay this is like way too much for me <laughs> yeah so i mean i would say my my in into this whole like spiritual path that i've been in is definitely starting therapy is definitely going into it with an open mind being okay with being vulnerable but also opening up to people in my life like friends that i know i can trust mm-hmm. when i started doing that literally to one person <laughs> um <laughs> literally everything changed because i felt very safe i felt very um just i felt very safe and protected and supported but because i wasn't holding, holding it in, in. Yeah. so again like I think the starting point when it comes to things that you need to heal from or like when you know there's just a lot of baggage, when you know you feel very disconnected. Like again, this is something like I I love being alone. Mm-hmm. I always, I as do. a kid, I loved being alone. There was a point in time, probably during quarantine because I was with someone 24 fucking seven, <laughs> that codependence happened. And there was a time where it's like, I could not be alone. I could not be alone, like to the point where it's like self-harm was happening. And it was, it was really, really scary. So like when you know, like you, like things like that, like you can't be alone. That's a huge red flag that you're so out of touch with your body. Body. You're so disconnected with yourself. So the starting point is being open to expressing that you have to talk about it and that you be very careful about who you talk about it to, because I luckily was like, I'm not going to talk to my parents about this because there's just a lot of bias. There's a lot of judgment going into it already. I'm a firm believer. You need to talk to someone who didn't raise you, who doesn't know you, who's not going to come with a biased not, Yeah, because they already have like this, this like yeah. filter of you. Already, yeah, they or, already have this image. They, they yeah. have this image of you, right? So I think really diving into being okay and just acknowledging, okay, I do need to talk about this, and it can be, you know, whoever that you feel safe around at first, but you do have to have that rapport with someone to be able to start being vulnerable because that's going to be the catalyst to your growth Growth. and your healing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it started for me. Mine is a very long journey. (laughs) Um, I don't, I can't really, I I, I guess at the beginning of this year, I had like the biggest leap in my like, Mm -hmm. like how I got to this. But like I started... I can't even really pinpoint where I started, but there was just like, I think a point in my life where I was just like, I'm just like, there has to be more to the, to like what I feel. When I was in high school, I was a very depressed, I'm saying depressed kid, mm-hmm. like to the point. Did you know you were depressed though? I just knew I felt off. And then okay. I heard of depression and I was like, that's exactly how yeah. I'm feeling. So like for me, it's like, I definitely was and I had no fucking idea. I just thought, there's something wrong with me yeah. and that's it that's i a, couldn't i could never label depression on it probably because in my house that, that doesn't exist that doesn't exist and i think that was but i knew that like like there i would see other people and i'd be like how are how are they like that yeah you know what i'm saying i'd be like how are they always happy how happy. are they always with friends? or they how always they have always like a something? positive mindset about like things i'm like yeah. like they would tell me something i'd be like oh my god like and like, they'd be like no it's like fine it's just like this is mm-hmm. what it is like for right now and i'd be like no like i would yeah. be crying like a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would always be the person that would add the negative side to yes, the conversation yes like exactly. wait but no but like what if this happened happens, like, what, like exactly yeah i was miss pessimistic negative nancy (laughs) but at the same time uh 
at the same time, I was also like, I think I did a lot of masking too. Mm-hmm. And I would only really get into like my feelings and be like, no, this doesn't make any sense. Um, like when I was alone. Yeah. So I would always be around people in high school. And I think when I stepped out into college and started really dropping friends, that's when I was like, is there something wrong with me? Like, or, you know, all the other stuff. But in high school, I was very, very super depressed to the point where, and it was very embarrassing when this happened to me. But um, it's like I had people I could talk to. Like, I feel like music played a huge part in, like, um, part of, like, whatever. Like, releasing. Releasing, like, Mm -hmm. all my energy, whatever. But um, what's it called? It's not like I didn't have anyone to talk to or anything like that. It was just... I felt like I couldn't trust anyone enough to, like, really, like, say, like, hey, this is what's happening to me. But anyways... um, trigger warning like self-harm in high school all that other stuff there was a point where i just like said i don't want to even you know want to be here at all Mm -hmm. and i think after that and i met my boyfriend i feel like this so cliche but i feel like he was such a big thing where i'm like saving grace yes because like he is when i tell you he's the type of person shit could go completely left and he would have the most positive outlook on everything and I'm like how can I be more like that mm-hmm. um and then I got into fitness um and I met up I that's when I started to really networking and I joined a lot of MLMs like multi-level marketing <laughs> stuff and <laughs> they kind of opened me up to them like yeah. I'm not gonna lie they opened me up because then they opened me up to like Jim Rom and like all these other people um and that's when I started to really like start journaling and meditating and like all this other stuff. Um, and I think on quarantine, when I had literally an existential crisis and I literally asked myself like, what is the point of life? What is the point of life? And I was grew, I like, I grew up as a Catholic, but never really connected with that much. Yeah, I um, feel that yeah. the same way. And so, like, part I feel like parts of me was scared to like, explore spirituality and, like, open up my mind. So I'm, I'm like, okay, well, what is is God in this? Like, it's, mm-hmm. like I had this already preconceived notion. But I think in, uh, when I got COVID and I literally had to spend the whole, like, week, week and a half by myself, I started asking myself all these questions. I'm like, what's my purpose? Like, what do I really enjoy? Like, I really love to sing. Why don't I do that anymore? Like... Um, and then I started questioning, I'm like, do I even want to go into nursing? Why am I going into nursing? Is it because like my family wanted me to go into nursing or do I really like it? And then I realized like, I don't really, this is not really what I want to do with my life. And Mm -hmm. I started to like explore other opportunities and I dipped into spirituality, um, back in 20, like 20. And, um, after, I think that was after COVID, right? 20. That was, that was COVID. Yeah, right. After 2020. So, like, after 20, yeah. so 2021. And 2022, this year, it was, like, when I had the complete switch. Mm-hmm. Let's, my story's not that crazy. But, like, it was just, like, I went through all of these things that, like, I would fail or, like, something would happen. I'd be, like, it would bring me more into. And I took, like, an ethics class. That's when I really was, like. <laughs> That's when you had the light bulb. Yes. I was, like this is crazy like i've never tapped into my mind like this Mm -hmm. and um and i realized that there's not one there's not always one answer to something so i said if that's the case like that applies to kind of like everything else so yeah yeah. no you i mean you say your story isn't crazy but like honestly you've been through a lot yeah and like even without sharing every 
a little detail you've been through a lot i think everyone go everyone has a story everyone mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter necessarily what it looks like but it's like where you started and where you are and oh, where no. you're continuing to go so i just want to shed <laughs> some light on that but no i'm the i'm very much relate to like your high school experience for, for me it's like looking back now i'm like damn i was definitely depressed, depressed and my yeah. coping mechanisms were off were i mean so i I really started to connect the dots very recently, actually. Like, I want to say, like, right after I stopped going to therapy, which was probably, like, two, three months ago, Mm -hmm. about how, like, I was very obsessed with fitness. Like, that was something that just consumed me ever since I was, like, a little kid, like, seven years old. Like, I was always doing some sport. I was always very active. Obviously, just, like being in a latin family like they comment on your appearance a lot so that was very centered for me and i think i also would pick myself apart because i would go through identity crises i would go through feeling less than because i didn't look like my friends or i would get picked on at school so that led to i think my my obsession with going to the gym and eating correctly like that also i think really stemmed from depression because i was trying to control Control, something that internally was just not in my control i can't change who i am i can't change where i come from i can't change what i look like to Mm -hmm. an extent so the depression really i think stemmed from like me just not liking who i was inside and out so it that the mask of that was i'm going to be obsessed with training i'm just going to be this strong ass woman i'm just going to eat as healthy as possible and i'm going to be the fit girl i was just known as the fit girl the girl that goes to the gym every day the girl that eats a salad at lunch but Mm -hmm. it's like there's something so much deeper than that and this is just i can really only speak for myself because i don't know if this is what other people experience but like binge eating again a coping mechanism for me feeling really really low and at this time i i thought for so many years it's because it stemmed from restricting it stemmed from you know i just was dying all the time it was so much Much deeper than that and i just realized that like five six years later so it's really crazy like the things that you go through and it's like i have become very obsessed with connecting dots with really tuning Same. in my like i would say meditation started like i started meditating in like uh i want to say like winter 2021 fall winter 2021 but i hated it like i could yeah, not same. do it i could never just like to I'd oh be like, this my is god so stupid like because I, like, I would just think about things <laughs> yes. like things would just pop up and i'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. and i can't stop thinking about this <laughs> and i'd like listen to the audios and they're like clear yes. your mind and i'm like and i'm like i can't <laughs> they're like just imagine a cloud like i can't and i'm like <laughs> what kind of cloud like is it a dark rainy day <laughs> but honestly like um until i realized until i was i started being open to other people's perspectives and they're like well meditation isn't just about sitting there closing your eyes and breathing like you Mm -hmm. can go for a walk and be meditating Mm -hmm. you can be moving and meditating i now am in a space where it's like okay i like to throw a frequency on this morning i was opening up the crown chakra okay (laughs) put on a frequency to open my crown chakra i just sat there and i was breathing and i was very in tune and i just feel the sensations like Mm -hmm. to go from you have to give it a little bit of practice though yeah. if you've never done it before you gotta just give it mm-hmm. a chance try it different ways but i want it to be the traditional like i want to sit here i want to be breathing i want to be still present, yeah. and present and just feel into my body feel into my energy and now well over a year later almost two years it's that i've started now here i am just now able to move away from guided meditation nice just now so it's but I, it's a journey i always tell people like daydreaming is a form of meditation it is like it uh, is. and so everyone has it within them it just 
you have to like find what yeah. is gonna you have to help find you what tap feels a little bit more like and it's I mean connecting with yourself is not easy like mm-hmm. I was very far removed from who I was and just being in tune with my intuition and my gut and stuff like that like I didn't trust myself yes. I had zero self trust mm-hmm. zero self confidence so you do have to one come to terms that that is your truth yeah. for a second. And then again, talking to someone, being open to talking to someone who can guide you. And I think like, I really, I remember when I was also looking for a therapist, like I wanted her to experience some of the things that I did. Did, yeah. So she can, so she knows kind of, she's walked this path before. I wanted her to be able to guide me. Not, they are not going to tell you the answers, which is what I went into therapy with. I was like, no, you're going to tell me what my life looks like. So, but you got to just be open to doing the work. And then it's the work out of the session that you have to keep up with. Mm -hmm. She would give me like, okay, you know, this week, I really want you to just tune into this part of Mm -hmm. you, tune into this to yourself at this age. And sometimes I just wouldn't do it because I would fear it. And then we come back a week later. Yeah, no, I'm just backtracking. So (laughs) there is a lot of work that goes into it. You do. I like to do it on my own time. I like to do it when I feel called to for mm-hmm. me it's first thing in the morning, morning. i love doing mine is morning. before bed honestly i usually I like yeah everybody. i like usually like smoke a blunt <laughs> i yes yeah. okay so in the morning <laughs> i like to just tap in i like to i meditate right away i kind of just sit there okay then i'll journal if i really feel called to if i really am like i don't want to journal mm-hmm. sometimes i'm just going for a walk with no phone and i talk to myself out loud and i swear to god everyone thinks i'm a crazy, crazy. i swear <laughs> But you know what? That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. And then at night, I do like, oh my God. Mm. There was a night in Arizona when I visited a few months ago, a couple months ago, and I was just I was just sitting outside with my little joint, you know, and I was just reflecting. Yes. That at night alone, unmatched. Yes. Sometimes, if you're with the right person, you can do it with someone. Mm-hmm. But I love doing that alone. But kind of just keeping it on brand too, like – I think um, the biggest thing that was that helped me realize that I needed to pull myself out is like one, I realized that I just like was not me. Okay, it started yeah. with my hair. It started with <laughs> my hair, and for. 10, 11, 12 years of my life, my hair was straightened and it started out because like no one knew how to take care of it and it wasn't, it was out of my control. But then I was like, well, this just looks better. Better, you know? right. Like, the boys are telling me that I am a 10 out of 10. Was right. Like, right, it was right, right. crazy. Okay. So I just, We've all been there. so I just did all that and it wasn't what I had my big chop anniversary, two, two year big chop anniversary oh, yeah. the other day. And I was like, you know what? The day that I did that, the day I remember literally looking at myself in the mirror. And this was after college. This is when I was still living at my parents' house when I was kind of on the path of like, I deserve more. I want more. more. I'm learning about mm-hmm. myself. I'm going to go back to having curly hair. And I went to do this very uncomfortable one-year transition of just yeah, letting the roots grow it's out. It's so bad. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't cute, but here we are two years later. And that really was like, cut off the shit that has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with you, you, that has nothing to do with who you are. And now I was able to step into. So I think like also doing a transition like that. I think so. Me too. I went I went natural like, uh, I don't even know, like four or five years ago. And I feel like that did have a really big mm-hmm. impact because I would perm the shit. I think when I went bald, <laughs> on the back of my head, I was like, all right, this, this is not normal. <laughs> this should not be happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not meant for me to be doing this. So then I just shaved all my head. I did wear, like, wigs and stuff because, like, i got a small head, y'all. Like, it's just, it's not a good look for me. <laughs> it's really not a good look. 
Um, and I went natural, and I feel like when I wore my natural hair, I felt the most me. Like I feel you know? so me. Like, ooh, I love it. I'm like, listen, I, even the other day, I had my hair down at the gym, and I swear to God, I was hitting PRs because the hair just has Adds, this power. Yeah. And the, I was very belittled growing up when I had it. So now I'm like, like, nah, I'm now I'm back in your face. Like, it. here I am. I, it's a statement, and mm-hmm. I really do pride that. I really do. And I think a lot of women with natural hair deserve to feel that way. But also, kind of just like with the journey, I think it's really just recognizing, like you said, you knew you fell off mm-hmm. in high school. So I don't know what point it was for you that you were like, okay, something needs to start to be done. But literally the night like after I took my yeah. almost tried to take my life. Like, no, and like yeah, a lot of trigger warnings. Yeah, sorry. To this episode, <laughs> no, well, it, I think it's it's good to yeah. be that real. Like I'm telling you, like the amount of times in high school that I would have thoughts of mm-hmm. just like, you know what I mean? Like, and and for me, it's but it's like for me, it was just like a thought. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that I really recognized. Like oh shit. Until, like, you know, you're out sitting at the doctor's office. Like, yeah, you have yeah. a like, oh. like, shit. Uh, I don't think so. So, no, like, I definitely was in a deep, dark hole. And all, all of college, I think I, I really sat in that alone for four years. I really was very alone for four years. And it got worse. And then it was, and then COVID is really what, yeah. what threw me off. Like, I remember literally Christmas in 2020 was the day it was like honestly like probably a a few weeks later that i was like okay we're never gonna be in this space again again. like it's just like you reach a point where it's like you feel so yeah you feel so guilty and so shameful and so like no 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 like this is not you this is not me and i felt that like i felt so low and i thought that i lost everything and it's that moment where you really got to dig deep and you have to pull yourself out and then that for me was like okay i need to do the work i'm ready for it and i think that's what people like i get questions all the time like well how do you have this outlook now like how are you like so positive all the time i'm not positive all the time (laughs) i can tell you right now i just deal with the i think things better exactly you do just learn how to cope a little bit better but you're never it's not like you go through this journey and all of a sudden great shit is gonna Mm -hmm. happen for you all the time it is it can but you're still gonna have days and moments and experiences that fucking will break Break you you. that will try to Mm -hmm. are you gonna let it though yes and that and i've had a lot of things kind of happen even just throughout like this year too like i know this year was like the light bulb year for mm-hmm. you where it's like no switch it and yeah. you've completely manifested so many things to come for you this year is when i've applied everything that i've learned like catch myself i catch myself having thoughts i catch myself feeling a trigger i won now i'm able to accept every single thought and emotion and feeling that comes up for me without judgment, judgment. and i let it i'm just like very it's, i'm very aware of it we're just gonna let it keep going we're gonna let it pass by after you let it pass by now what are you gonna do, do. Yes. that's kind of i feel like the the main thing and it's like it's not like oh i realize my life sucks and i don't want this anymore okay now let's start doing it. like it's not a like a domino, domino effect. effect it's yeah. it's it's not linear it's gonna be very up and down and you have to do it when you're ready, ready. for it no one can and you will know like exactly you'll just be like you know what this is just i'm done and no one's gonna do it for you <laughs> and no one is gonna, and i think that was like you. that 
that phrase came up a lot for me before like i really like made the switch it was just like no one's gonna save me like i'm gonna have to do this myself like mm-hmm. this is just so much this is gonna be so much effort but i, I have to do it by myself yeah. i think i became dangerously independent after i realized not a damn person is gonna heal me mm-hmm. for me and not no one's gonna do the work for me right. so i started doing the work and i knew i had to do that like obviously i wasn't alone i had i invested in amazing mentors and i am a firm believer in doing Doing that that, absolutely and going after someone who is going to guide you on the right path but they're not going to hold your hand hand, so when i discovered i really do have to walk this journey very independently and i have to do it for me every other area of my life i just I don't even like asking. It's not like <laughs> I don't want help or I don't like asking yeah. for it. But it's just like I, I pride in doing things and getting things done on my own. Yeah. And I, I've definitely become very independent. I am about, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say something. <laughs> something else. But I'm just saying like you do have to do it when you're ready and you do have to accept that like, yes, you do need to have a support system. You, you do. do need to have people around you in your circle and your corner that you can trust and you can feel safe with, but they're not here to walk the journey with you. Mm-hmm. You do need to do that on your yeah. own, but you do have these people that you can, you can lean on. Yes. You know, they, they're going to be rough, here. They're yeah. going to hug you. They're going to support you. They're going to be there for you. They're going to be a listening ear. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves that, but you do have to put in the work and you do have to just really like, Go full, for go it. Go for it. And accept force. everything that is coming your way. And yeah. and you're, there's going to be great things. Mm-hmm. But again, like like I said, people ask me, like, how are you always so positive and so happy and so this? I have my days, Day. okay? Yeah. And I just will disappear. I let myself feel. Mm-hmm. I get into avoidance mode. Same. But then I, but I'm very aware of it. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, And it's intentional. Different. There's, yeah. like, different, like, when you're, like, voiding away and just kind of, like, not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And then when there's like points where you're dealing with it you know yeah and this is also not for us to sit here and be like oh we got it i'll figure it out we're oh healed, no honey no, 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 no. please okay this past weekend alone you know how many things i fucking realized Came and i was up. like oh i was like okay i think it's time to go to back to therapy because <laughs> i'm like oh my god i'm like so many things i've realized and like i said before i am addicted to connecting the dots and being very Same. in tune and now i'm connecting the dots with things that i was like oh wow i never realized this so now we have more things to heal through i there's so so many things I know I still need to heal through. And the healing never ends. ends. You gotta just keep going. It really just never ends. Which I, is, which, which is not, great. Not to say that in no, 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 no. I, I said that because I was thinking of a TikTok that I made and I didn't post it yet. But it was it, it was it was funny. It mm-hmm. was like it's really like when you realize like it never ends, like it's kind of like the fitness, like what I learned throughout fitness is that like, yeah, you can diet, you can lose the 30 pounds in three months, but long term like this is a never ending you have to make this a lifestyle like and every like every time like when you are deep into the journey like where i am right now too where you are right now it's like we're having amazing breakthroughs we're mm -hmm. learning about ourselves and then with with that we're able to step into a newer version with ourselves with that we have to heal Heal. we have to let go of things we have to be able to cope with things and i think that's the biggest thing too is like a, a new version of you is always going to require you to let go oh. of old parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to bring up some traumas, some triggers that, okay, let's also heal through this. I also saw a, a quote recently that's like, 
feeling being triggered is a very natural and normal part of life because i this whole time i've been like oh my god this is triggering me this is triggering me and people will tell me like well don't allow it to trigger you you have to work through that but you're allowed to be triggered just Mm -hmm. like you're allowed to feel every single emotion but i think when the trigger is like if it's making you divert to a negative thought process or a negative habit or something like that that's the part that needs that you need that needs healing is like how you actually cope with the trigger itself Um, and if there's like in a way like if something's triggering you that probably also means that it needs attention yes like exactly. it needs so like there's something part you need of to you work. really yes. needs a little bit more attention for sure so yeah that's kind of my i mean we we can go and go but i think i think this will probably be like a, a topic that we kind of spread out because like i said i just had some realizations this weekend yes. that i'll probably talk about in a couple in a few episodes so. from now when i start to really dig into that so but that's kind of like an intro of where we started and like obviously like we say every time i would love to connect with people who feel like they feel us or they see us or Mm -hmm. like they've also been there and again like to the extent of like how detailed am i going to get into these things how detailed are you going to get you know but i would love to connect with someone (laughs) on the side that is like that needs it yeah you know what i mean but also we forgot to do this but shout out to our fans yes. okay rachel ricker irene <laughs> sanchez ivana bermejo wow. autumn martin grace rodriguez love i love it. you guys we thank you so it. much for like tuning into these episodes reaching out to us tagging yes. us sharing us please share this I this love, podcast yes. if you res- resonate to anything like it share it subscribe send it to a friend Please. Please. And get the word out. Like, we mm-hmm. want people to connect with this. We love it. I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Keep like I do. I keep like I do. I keep like I do.